up, yo? Welcome to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Stacey Gotsoulias, and I'm the host of Locked On Yankees. You can find us on Twitter at Locked On Yankees, all one word, or you can find me at my personal account, Stace Gotts. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you all enjoy today's episode. Looks like opening day is in jeopardy for Giancarlo Stanton. I'll have information on that. Masahiro Tanaka made his spring training debut. I'll tell you all about that. And Miguel Andujar made his debut in left field. We'll talk about that and more. But first, you can get Locked on Yankees and all other Locked on podcasts straight to your phone in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. The news about Giancarlo Stanton's calf strain occurred after I was done with yesterday's episode, and because the injury doesn't seem to be season-ending at this point, I felt I didn't need to do an emergency podcast like I did for Severino and his Tommy John surgery. So it seems Giancarlo Stanton is made of glass. He is injured again. This time... He injured himself during defensive drills. So he wasn't running bases. He was catching balls in the outfield. No! No! So Stanton strained his right calf. He was diagnosed with a grade one strain. Last year, he hurt his left calf, his left shoulder, his left biceps, his right knee, and his right quadriceps. I feel like we're playing injury bingo with Stanton. (laughs) Honestly, what can you say at this point? It's unreal. Aaron Boone said it's disappointing, but it's just a little bump in the road and that they're equipped to handle it. Oh boy. So (laughs) apparently Stanton didn't think it was such a big deal. It was just a little soreness in his calf. And he came in yesterday morning and he felt better, but they sent him to get the MRI just in case. And the MRI showed the strain. So the injury occurred on Tuesday during defensive drills. Now, Stanton played 158 games in his first season with the Yankees. Then he was limited to only 18 regular season games last year. He appeared in five postseason games, but suffered the grade two strain of his right quadriceps during game one of the American League Championship Series against the Astros. I really don't understand how this is possible. How these guys keep getting injured like this. Didn't they replace all the uh, trainers? What's going on? Now on the flip side, this injury could actually open the door for Clint Frazier to make the opening day roster. And that would mean that Mike Tockman could be in left, Brett Gardner in center, Aaron Judge, if he's healthy, could be in right field. Frazier could be the DH. You never know. Yesterday, I mentioned during my play-by-play of yesterday's game, because I was recording as the game was going on, that Miguel Andujar was tested right away in left field. 
Isn't that always the way? That actually happened to me during a softball game, a game I wasn't supposed to play. I was supposed to watch. And uh, they didn't have enough players. It was my friend's softball team for her company. And they stuck me in right field, and the first ball hit came right to me. That's what happened to Andujar yesterday in left field, and he made the play. Tanaka had a smile on his face because he knew that it was his first time in left field, and he saw the humor in the fact that the first ball went, or the first out went right to him. Now, Andujar was put in left field yesterday a day early because of Stanton. Stanton was supposed to be playing left field, and because of his calf strain, Andujar stepped in. The Yankees won yesterday's rain-shortened game against the Nationals 8-2. Right now, the Yankees are playing the Rays, Jay Happ is making his second spring training appearance. He gave up a run in the first inning. The Yankees are now up 3-1 in the top of the third, thanks to a solo shot by Clint Frazier and a two-run shot by Tyler Wade. Tanaka looked okay yesterday. He pitched two innings, gave up two hits. One was a two-run home run. He walked no one. He struck out two, and he threw... 19 strikes in a 29-pitch effort. He said through his interpreter, there were a couple of pitches, obviously, that need to be cleaned up, but for the most part, I like how most of my pitches were coming out of my hand. I also like how I was able to make adjustments in the game. Tanaka was disappointed when he found out that Luis Severino would miss the entire season with Tommy John surgery. He said, I've got to do what I need to do. Because of this, there might be some added pressure, but I want to go out there and step up for the team. I think Seve is the one that is most bummed out right now. I obviously feel for him. We obviously wanted to go into the season together and get into business together. It's disappointing that we're not able to do that together. In case you didn't know, Severino and Tanaka are very close. And I'm disappointed that we won't get to see their friendship blossom even more this season. Remember to get this show every day. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. Because I was recording yesterday's episode during the game in the afternoon, I missed David Cohn joking around with Aaron Boone about not getting the pitching coach job. I'm glad it was done in a joking manner and that it wasn't uncomfortable for everyone listening and watching. Honestly, like I said yesterday about Cohn, I'm glad that he's still in the yes booth because we would have lost him if he became pitching coach. Sure, they could have been interviewing him during the season, but it's not the same as having him in the booth. So other than the news of Stanton's injury and spring training games happening, there's not a lot going on, which I guess is a good thing because we're not hearing about any setbacks with Aaron Judge. I really hope I didn't just jinx him. Everyone else seems to be healthy. I hope I didn't just jinx them. And yes, you know, I believe in jinxes because Lindsay Adler of The Athletic spoke to Giancarlo Stanton about how frustrating last season was and all the injuries and getting back to it this season. And then the Yankees announced he has a grade one strain of his right calf. So, ah, really? The combination of Stanton being injured all year last year and 
the announcement of Severino's Tommy John surgery makes this so much worse than it actually is. I mean, it's possible that he'll be fine and he'll be ready for opening day. But you can't help but catastrophize this because <laughs> it just feels like last year. I just got the alert on my phone that Michael King is relieving Jay Happ. Happ pitched three innings today. Hap's final line, not that it really matters because it's spring training, three innings pitched, two hits, one earned run, two strikeouts. He did not give up a dinger. So that's two outings in a row in which he did not give up a dinger. <laughs> Michael King is trying to pitch his way into the rotation along with Davey Garcia, Jonathan Loisaga, Luis Sessa, Jordan Montgomery, and Clark Schmidt. When the news of Severino's elbow surgery came out, Brian Cashman said that there probably isn't a trade market and that they would have to go internally to look for people to shore up the rotation. There are some pitchers out there who remain unsigned, like Clay Buckholz and Andrew Kashner, but neither one of those guys are appealing, plus the Yankees payroll is sky high and they don't need to add more money to it, so going internally is probably the best bet. Again, they will only hopefully need the extra guys in the rotation for the first two months. Fingers crossed that Paxton doesn't suffer any setbacks and he comes back when he's supposed to. So before I go, I have to talk about this because it's ridiculous and you know me, I love talking about ridiculous things. The Astros are getting plunked. I think they've been hit by pitches six times in three games. Some of them have come on pitches that look like they've just gotten away and it doesn't seem like they're doing it on purpose. But I will say, now I can't even remember the team, but I think Alex Bregman was up. He had a 3-2 count. And on a 3-2 count, you don't think someone's going to hit you with a pitch. And then he got nailed in the shoulder. And it wasn't a really fast pitch, but it was still kind of like the pitcher was making him think that he was going to make it through the at-bat without getting hit, and then he hit him. For the record, I don't condone this behavior because if a pitch does get away and hits a guy in a certain spot, like a wrist or forearm, broken bones can easily happen. And you don't want to see that, really. I know some people claim that they do, but they're just internet trolls. And I don't think anyone is sitting there hoping that all the Astro players just keep getting hit with balls left and right. But I want to read this tweet from John Heyman that he put out about an hour and a half ago. It says, if it makes anyone feel better, there's no doubt Astros players are suffering for their shenanigans. Some of them seem sad. With others, it feels like they've lost their edge. Prediction. It's going to be a long season and they will very likely underperform. I don't believe that they're going to underperform. I can see them still winning the AL West, still being pains in the ass. And because the players were not punished, thanks to the union, that's what the union is there for, they're going to have to deal with being booed and seeing snarky signs about them. They played the Mets yesterday and Mets fans were booing them left and right. It's not just going to be a Yankees-Dodgers thing. All of baseball 
Baseball fans from all over the country are mad at the Astros for what they did. And no one is going to feel bad for them. No matter how you spin it, no one is going to feel bad for them. They made their bed, now they have to lie in it. I just find it amusing that some writers want to try and make people sympathize with the Astros. And it's not going to happen. How about new? One more game update before I sign off. The Yankees are now up 5-1 thanks to a Brett Gardner single in the bottom of the fourth and a Zach Granite double in the bottom of the fourth. By the way, earlier in the game, Tyler Wade and Clint Frazier went back to back, belly to belly. Sorry, that was my really terrible John Sterling imitation. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. Enjoy your Thursday, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.